damp, dark places, but here, nearly two miles inside a mountain, I'm convinced that finding out about ancient cave people rests on the shoulders of modern cave people, the people who go into unexplored places with rope, helmets, and headlamps, and painstakingly map the dark passages of these Alaskan caves. El Capitan Cave was mapped in 1988, but it wasn't until 1990 that a geologist realized that this cave was part of a huge system of possibly thousands of caves, nearly all of which were formed before the Ice Age. After some initial exploration and some major paleontological findings were made, the geologist packed a slide projector and took his news on the road. Well, thank you, Larry. And, uh really appreciate the opportunity to share this information with you folks. I want to really thank the Conservation Council and the Sitka Ranger District who got me up here. Alaska holds her secrets pretty well. Jim Bachdell is a geologist for the United States Forest Service in southeast Alaska. His district includes Prince of Wales, an island the size of Delaware with steep mountains covered with prime timber. A walking brick from Texas A&M with a bushy beard and a big NRA belt buckle, Bachelor looks like the quintessential mountain man. Geology is a specialty, but he's a broad scientific thinker. When skeletons of black bears that lived 10,000 years ago were found in these caves, Bachelor reasoned if the climate were warm enough for bears, chances are pretty good big chunks of the coast were not covered with ice. The archaeologists take it from there. They say if bears were living here, humans could have been here too, island hopping on their way south. I believe that we were not overridden by a blanket of ice as some of the textbooks have been telling us for years. I think we had a lot of open areas along the coast, enough open areas that animals and man could have migrated south. These bears, roughly 10,000 years ago, got to Prince of Wales Island. I don't believe the only single first bear that got to Prince of Wales went over and died in that cave. The sea level 20,000 years ago was 300 feet less than it is today. If early man migrated then, we're not going to find those sites without diving for them. But if any of those parties went inland hunting or went through a saddle to cross over from one isthmus to another and spent the night in one of the caves that already existed, and the chances of answering some of those questions of that migration of man and early animals and stuff south, this is the resource we're going to find it in, because if it can get into the caves, the preservation is almost guaranteed. The Forest Service is a resource management agency. They use the word resource to characterize most everything they deal with. To explore this newly found cave resource and develop it not only as an archaeological resource, but also as a biological, hydrological, and geological resource, Jim Bachtel needed people, a human resource. With the blessing of the Forest Service, he's installed a group of volunteer cavers at a remote operations center on the island. El Capitan Camp sits on a gravel spur road, a government trailer court in the middle of an enormous wilderness. The government foresters, who also live here, are preparing tracks of timber for sale. El Capitan is near the heart of the largest logging operation on public lands in the nation. It's a busy place, a working island. Come around a corner and I heard scree scree and I looked and two cubs appeared going up a tree right smack in front of me and mom was like, woof! She rears up, you know, and was like, okay, cool, you know, like, you can have them. I don't want them. <laughs> What am I doing here? Oh, I grew up listening to tales of Alaska from my grandfather. 
had to come out and find out what it was all about. <laughs> I don't know, it's a great land. Uh, there's so many questions out here that's unanswered. It's virtually wide open as far as uh, geology and paleontology and those kind of things. Uh, I moved up here in 1990, and I was going to be the liaison between the workings at Quartz Hill Molybdenum Mine and the Forest Service over in Mystic George National Monument. That was going to be the largest portion of my job. And somebody had said once in passing that there's a few caves up here and they kind of ran their finger around on a map about this area and said that one day you ought to look at it. And so I'd been here about two or three months and um, grabbed air photographs one day before I went out in the field up here and immediately saw there was no streams and several hundred sinkholes on the plateau up here and several cave entrances and resurging streams. Uh, down by the lakes and realized that this was a major karst area up here. Karst is how...